0: Before
1: every game, get your Padres talk on with us. This is Padres Social Hour.
0: Welcome back to Padres Social Hour. Great to have you with us. And we've got a guest joining us right now, a gentleman who I actually met two spring trainings ago, and i got to be honest, I don't mean to embarrass you, but <laughs> this is one of the bright spots of the organization. We talk about the young talent that's coming up. This guy is in charge of making sure that these young players reach their full potential. Exactly. Coordinator of instruction for the San Diego Padres, hey. Riley Westman. Riley, great to have you with us. Yeah. Thanks Pleasure for your time. To be here. We Thanks appreciate it. You know, so he and I first met a couple of spring trainings ago, and, and I would get to the ballpark early. I like to watch guys work out, right? So no matter how early I would get to the ballpark, Riley is already out there with a crew of catchers, three to five yeah. guys. With the machine out there, going through different drills. Beaten and I just sit him. back there and just watch all these different drills that he was doing. And, and with this excitement, because guys aren't that excited to be out there at 6 o'clock in the morning at spring was. training. He was, and he got his I players re- to be excited as well. It was I so funny. Yeah. I remember I yeah. remember that. You
1: were
2: out there the crack of dawn every day, though.
0: Yeah, <laughs> but it was fun. Part of the reason was I loved coming out and watching what you were doing with those young guys and, and making the organization better. Riley, you came over from the Texas Rangers a couple of years ago uh, as a catching coordinator. Now you've transitioned over to this uh, in, in charge of the instruction of the minor leagues at this this point tell us about that change and what you're doing for the organization now
2: um yeah last year I was the coordinator of catching and um this year my my role has changed a little bit in the fact that I think this offseason Sam Ganey and Louis Ortiz went out and kept a lot of very strong coaches that we have but we also went out and acquired some new coaches and I think with that with you know the help of Andy Green AJ Preller I think we wanted you know similar sense of direction throughout the entire system and as I travel around fortunately we you were talking about yesterday we got some really good people and a lot of it is positive reinforcement but i think as we go around the system to we'll be able to bounce ideas off our coaches or make sure we're staying in line with what our coordinators want so my involvement is very heavily with uh, our coaches at every level and making sure that we're implementing you know the plans that we want we're following you know Padres protocol and our voice is kind of similar throughout the system. Well, I
1: was I, I talked to her in the in the season. You know, when I when I got down there spring training and saw the talent we had, that's going to do the instructing. That finally, I thought the Padres had, had, had made that turn. They, they can actually develop talent, prepare these kids, be you know ready for the big things when they get here. You know, they can walk right in. It's, it's the same fundamental things. It's the same plays. Everything else they, they've been doing it since they were in A ball. And it's the first time I've seen that. And with all the talent now that we've acquired, you know, really you know, right now and what we're going to have.
2: I'm with you. I mean, via trade, the draft and the international signings. Right. Towards the middle of this summer and you're sitting there looking across the diamond and you're seeing what's on your side where a year ago you're thinking, all right, we've got to have a good performance today. But now it's like our boys are ready to roll. Like, I like this side of the, the, line, the diamond a lot better than that side who we're matching up against. It's yeah, and,
1: and now, like I said, there's going to be expectations on these players, and there's going to be enormous competition with the talent you have. You know, and that's going to motivate guys, you know, to, to play better. Absolutely. And on the other side of the coin, it's going to motivate these coaches to be better because now you got all this talent – They better step up and get it done. No,
2: you're right on. I like it. No, you're right on. You know, competition is going to – somebody's going to rise to the top for everybody. You
0: know, one of the things that was so impressive to me last year when we were talking is you were in charge of the catchers basically, but the attention that you put into these guys, and we already talked about the physical training, but there was the mental side of it as well. And I know you had a manual that you – put together for these young catchers, and Uh and you just took it to a different level in terms of challenging these guys to ask themselves, what am I doing to help my pitchers? What am I doing to help make myself better? And I assume that you've been able to carry that over now to the rest of the
2: organization as well. You know, I think RJ said it. I mean, we've really dumped a lot of talent to our system, but if we truly want to be special, I mean, the mindset of an Andy Green, if you sit down and speak with him for five minutes, you can tell he's on a different level. I mean, he is a very you know, high-level thinker, and what he's going to ask out of his major league player is it's going to be a guy that can make decisions. It's going to be a guy that can read a defense. It's going to be a guy you know that can make adjustments in the course of a game, so I think everything that you're saying is going to be a, a heavy focus for what we're going to do in instructional league this year. Is It's going to be fast-paced. It's going to be competition, but we've got to make these guys think. We've got to put them in game situations. You know, we've got to try to make it difficult, you know, so the game is easier. But I think you're on point with that.
1: And, and also, you know, like, you know, we always joke, hey, well, is the guy coachable? You know, and we always say that. But also, everybody has a different pace to be sure. coachable. And you pick up on that mental aptitude yeah. and where that young man is and where yep. he's at. And you know how fast you can push him into an area. The other guys, maybe you got to be a little bit slower. The other guys, let's talk about a fast track. That's what it is. If you can handle it, the instruction – it's going to be better. And that's part of your scouting department also, that's is making right. sure
0: that you're handing guys over to the instructional guys of saying, hey, here's a guy that not only has the talent, but there's some ceiling there to try to get yep. better. So they got to work hand-in-hand. Hand. Hey, you mentioned instructional league. It's going to be starting up here pretty soon. Yeah. Uh, t- tell us a little bit about what you have planned and who's yeah. going to be out there.
2: And, and you said the scouting department. Mark Connor and his staff, I mean, the guys that wait, they went out and signed in this draft period for us couldn't be more exciting. So, But yes, uh, instructs, I'm flying out tomorrow. Uh, coaches are going to get in there. We're going morning meetings early and then We're going to be rocking and rolling from there, but we're bringing in about – 35 position players and about 35 pitchers, so a grand total of 70. And uh, a lot of boys are hitting up the phones, excited to get there. You know, <laughs> what, what's the first thing we're doing? You know, who's going to be there? What's our rooming list? Um, we're excited to be getting those boys out I there.
1: Yeah, I'd love to get over there to see some of these. Some are you going to be working kids. with them also, Randy? Are you going to be I out there? I'm going to try to get over there first. We're a few stealing them. Nice. I mean, I'd love to.
0: Yeah. You no, know, hey, you know what? It's we love having you on that spot <laughs> on the couch, but if you're going to make the boys better, you know, well, that's you know, the first
1: thing first. You just talk to the boys. You <laughs> <she, she laughs> of them are at it'd be it'd be very intriguing to see them watch yeah. the bullpen see where they're at no doubt
0: so you got 70 guys coming in is that about the norm more than normal less than normal or
2: um i would say it's a little bit more than last year but i also think again our depth is you know there's 70 open. guys that justify having yeah, them out exactly. there exactly i mean you're looking yeah. at the list and we do want it to be specific to our player we you know we want to be able to have coaches impact you know our players and not have the numbers be too large but we're looking at that list and as we're going down there's not a single name that we feel that we can take off there all those guys deserve to be there and we think a
1: lot of them are going to be a big part of our it future. It scans what I really like this whole coaching, the whole approach, you know. And and you know, and I know you mentioned AJ, even mentioned this. That I don't care if you're drafted number one or if you're drafted number 30 in the 35th round. Right. You're all here. You know, everybody's going to get you know the same attention. Hey, and they got the guys that step up and complain going to be here. doesn't it matter where you got drafted. You know, that
0: is so refreshing to hear I that know. approach because that. we all know that in certain organizations, it's all about covering your tail, right? This guy was drafted high. We mm. spent a lot of money on him. This is the guy that we've got to make work, and there's another 100 guys in your organization that maybe don't get the attention they deserve or to find out how good they can be. Sounds like that's not, nobody's going to be slipping through the cracks.
2: Not at all. It's I mean, it it y- y- you hit it right on point. Yeah, of me. I mean, you know, our GM looked these kids in the eye on day one when they got out there in Arizona as soon as they all arrived and it was like, we're going to love each and every one of you and we're going to love you equally. It doesn't matter if you The first guy, or if we got you at independent ball, you know, come to work for us, give us your heart, you know, and we'll we'll move from there. Nothing wrong
0: with that. Hey, it's the social hour, right? So people want to tweet in and and have some questions for you. We're talking catching. We've got the catching expert right here. So East Village Times was sending us a tweet. Hey, Norris, Hedges, Bethancourt, Sanchez, (laughs) Padres have depth at vital position. Great thing to have. What's A.J. going to do? I mean, it's a nice problem they have. <laughs> Normally you don't
2: have enough catchers in your organization. That is a good problem to have. I agree with you. And every name that you named on there, I mean, they bring a, a, a little bit something different, you know, to the table. I mean, you talked about Sanchez earlier. I mean, the experience that he has being in two World Series and, you know, being part of some of those successful teams. Norris, the durability that he has, the offensive, you know, player that he has the potential to be, you know, the receiver that he's become and the excitement of having, you know, Austin Hedges in the season that he he has had. I mean, he's an elite defender who can do a lot of special things, and the the bat has really come to life for him this year. And
1: I would assume there's got to be maybe a couple of names down in the minor leagues that have an opportunity to develop into, you know, Major League Baseball.
2: Absolutely. Austin Allen is one left-handed hitter who just absolutely dominated the first half of the season in Fort Wayne, and then recently we just promoted him as of late up to double A to finish the season. A.J. Kennedy, a premium receiver for us. Jose Lazama down in the Arizona League. But there's a lot of names that are coming. We talked
0: about how they're trying to train the players to be better. And I know there's also been some work in trying to get the coaches to be doing some things differently as well. And part of that I've heard is sort of more interaction with the players and having more of a personal relationship with them as well. How's that coming along?
2: You know, that's something our leadership group has really asked of us to focus on is if we're truly going to impact these guys, the better that you can relate with them and understand how they're going to receive your message and know who they are, because they're all different, similar to, you know, us, yeah. you know, really spend time with them, know them, invest yourself in them. And when it's time to deliver that message or ask something of them or motivate them to another level, the relationship you have with them is really going to carry a lot of weight.
1: Yeah. I mean, like, like, like you're talking about the yellow, number one, number two draft picks and, they go out there and give up eight earned runs, and you get a pat and That's okay. No, you know, and so, no, it's not okay. You know, and, and and I think that you understand that. Sure, you learn, The only way you really get good at this game is by failure. Yeah, that's how you get good. You make a mistake, and you don't do it again. Right. You know, and then that's the key.
0: That's the key, and also having trust in those coordinated those instructors, so that when they do say, and by the way. How are you holding that slider? Yeah, there you go. You know, what's your approach when you're coming up to
1: the plate? And for a player to have the confidence of being able to to confide in that guy and work on things together, that's a huge part of it. Well, it's just like you get video of, you know, hitters and stuff. Yeah. And all of a sudden you see a good left-handed hitter and those hands move right there. Yeah. I used to watch for that, you know, when I pitched. That's all I needed for your. If your hands move there, you're <laughs> out. Yeah. You know, but if your hands went that way, you know, I'm like, oh, yeah, road. we gotta be careful. Right. That's right. the right. attention
2: <laughs> to detail stuff right there. And That's you talk scary. about knowing your player. Like you've had different catchers along your career. You know, it's like different guys are gonna come out and handle you different ways. You know, might come out and be like, you know. Bob, I'm going to reinforce him and you know, hey, you're the best. And you know, RJ, I'm going to get in his butt a little bit. You know, yep. you got to know who you can push, who you can. That's prop. right. Yeah. So and that's
1: the same thing these coaches got to do. And they, if you have a personal level though, you can interact with them like that. Yeah. You know who you can push a little bit more. Another guy, and like I said, if you don't push them, you, you, you it's a disservice. You're doing them a favor when you push them and try to make them better. Yeah. And they, sooner or later, down the road, if their career's long enough, they'll thank you for it. Exactly. They really will. But
0: that brings up a great point. And Riley, obviously, it's always an ebb and flow. When does it become too much for a guy? You know, I mean, there's also a point at the end of a long season, some of these kids maybe need a little bit of a break. How do you guys sort of judge that in terms of this guy needs two or three months off more than he needs two or three more months of instruction?
2: I think you bring up a a perfect point. I think that's where we as instructors got to come back and put our heads together and kind of collaborate. Hey, we all know this guy. It's a game of failure as it is. We want to deliver the message, but are we beating him down to a point? Are we, you know, dumping too much information on him? You know, But uh, I think that's something where we constantly we got to be talking to each other and be taking each other's input on, hey, does he need more? Do we back off a little bit? Do we change the approach? Do we just let him compete today? And I think that's where we got to be in tune with where we kind of change our message. But that's a good point. Sounds great. Hey,
0: can you stick around for another segment? Yes. We'd we'll love to have you. All right. right we're going to take right. a quick time
2: out. Riley's going to stick around. We're going to talk some more
0: baseball with him. Hey, World Baseball Classic. It's coming to Petco Park. Love it. 2017 World Baseball Classic is coming to Petco Park March 14th through the 18th. Don't miss your chance to see the world's best baseball players compete right here. Visit worldbaseballclassic.com for more information today. Don't miss out on it, and don't miss out on our next segment right here on Padre Social Hour.